Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. So we're back with things your kids wish you knew, part two. That's right, part two. This is the first was, time. Well, I was going to say there was so much that I was like, you know what, we still didn't even cover the second half of the points i had here and things that kids had responded and said so gonna give a little extra time to this one and decided to make it a two-part series it's a two-part series that's right so what this is is kids were asked what is something that you wish your parents knew that you've went through that you were feeling after going through a divorce and then becoming part of a blended family because unfortunately i think a lot of times parents come to realize or know these things mm-hmm. way too late in life yeah well maybe I mean, as adults you're sitting down having that conversation hey this is what i went through i don't even know if you knew that or this and right then it's too late to really change mm-hmm. what could have been right well because even with my daughter i mean i've i've said it a million times like she was the cheerleader you know when are y'all getting married i right. want y'all to get married and then we got married and you know six months to a year into the marriage you know, she was miserable and unhappy and didn't want us to be, you know, married and wanted to go back to the right. way it used to be. And so I think, first of all, lose expectations. Even if your kids are excited right. beforehand, don't be discouraged if after the fact they're kind of like, this isn't the greatest thing like I thought it would be. Well, and, and I think that's natural. I think that, you know, even as uh, a kid that's not from a di- divorced home right. or a blended family growing up, there were times I was closer to my mom. There right. was times I was closer to my dad. There was times I was mad at one or both. Or right. it, it's a part of that. And yeah. so we just expect that it isn't going to be in a blended family. <laughs> right. It's like, well, this isn't your real other yeah. parent. So everything's going to be hunky-dory. And and, uh, yeah. So one other thing that your kid wishes you knew is they really don't want to hurt your feelings. So they're probably not going to tell you what they really think because they don't want you to think they're trying to manipulate the situation. And uh, one kid said, I just want my family back at the very least. And I want you to know, I want to know that you'll be there no matter what, that I'm not going to get close to this next person and then they're going to go away. Right. You know, just like happened maybe in, in your last marriage. And even in my kids, being 11 and 9, you know, they've, they've seen their mom in committed relationships. Mm-hmm. And maybe some that weren't the best. Maybe right. some that weren't the best at the, at, at the beginning. Or it's a relationship. Well, and, and here's a thing. You have no control over that. I have no control, but... Because in this instance, right. they didn't want to go to her and yeah. make her unhappy because they saw, you know, they want their parents to be happy. And they worry about us. And they worry about us. And so, you know, conversations will be had. And, you know, it's my job of just... Being their voice. Being their voice, but not even really encouraging them to use their voice. Yeah. Helping them to see that, hey, if you have concerns... Then voice them. Right. It doesn't mean you won't, that your mom won't get mad or right. you know, your dad won't get mad at you. You just have to be honest and tell them how you're feeling. So we set Zeke down and told him, I said, hey, listen, right. 
10 pros and 10 cons. Right. I said, you know, I always learn for every time that you want to critique something mm -hmm. of someone in your life, give them two things they do well. Right. That way it doesn't look like you're just negative and bashing, right. but you're just saying, hey, here's the problems I have. Yeah. Here are the great things that I, I love, mm -hmm. but here are the problems I have. And I, and I really have issue with these and I'm concerned. I'm concerned when I'm here. I'm concerned when I'm not here. Right. And as an 11 year old, that's a lot to be concerned about on a daily basis other than when am I going to get to ride my bike or right. when can my friends come over, mm -hmm. you know, but because they're in that blended situation, some of those responsibilities have, have unfortunately trickled down and, you know, I totally experienced Right. This. So definitely the thing to take away from this that our kids want us to know is they don't want to hurt our feelings. Like they've learned at an early age, you know, it, probably because we have taught them, you know what I mean? Like. You know, you don't be mean. You don't hurt people's right. feelings, you know, and things like that. And after a divorce, they already know there is a lot of hurt. So it's yep. like the last thing they want to do is tell you how they're feeling if they think it's going to hurt your feelings. So maybe just having that conversation with your kids like, you know, you know you can tell me anything. Even if you are afraid it's going to hurt my feelings, like I want you to know I'm fine. I can handle it. I have big shoulders, you know, just... You know, be honest with me. I want to know how you feel. And I think the big thing with that, too, is once that information comes for, comes to you, then you can't protect your new significant other. They've got to be a part of this conversation. They've got to know the feelings. Because if you don't put the things on the table, then they can't get fixed. Maybe it's misunderstandings. Maybe it is something that, hey, I don't like when you do this. Right. I had no idea. I can stop doing this. And so I think it uh, that one conversation has to lead to other conversations, you know, as uh, a protector, as a defender. Like, I know my first reaction would be like, okay, I don't want my wife to know that they were upset with her. Right. Or I don't want my wife to right, know. Right, because we want to protect people's this. feelings, too. Right. But what I really need to do is go, okay, so this is the way you feel. We need to sit down and have a conversation mm -hmm. with her. Let both parties kind of air it out, figure it out, and let's move on better than than just constantly hiding feelings. I think hiding feelings leads to some very difficult situations. <laughs> so I think it leads to some very difficult situations. Another thing um, one kid responded that they would want us to know is, I want you to be happy. I really do. But I also want to be happy myself. And I think sometimes, you know, kids, uh, we misunderstand that they just don't want us to be happy. Well, you just right. don't want me to be with this person or you just don't, you know, and they are kids. Obviously, if your kid tells you, I don't want you to be with that person, you know what I mean? Like, right. then you need to take that in consideration. But sometimes kids are just being kids. But uh, their big thing is, uh, I don't know how to do like what is needed to help you get through this. You know what I mean? Like, I just know I want you to be happy. I really do, but I want to be happy. How can we both be happy? Right. I need your help to rebuild the trust and the stability that I lost when you and mom or you and dad divorced. Right. So it's like, I want to be happy. I want you to be happy, but it's going to take time. We've got to build and work through this together. Yeah, and I think it's the basis of all relationships. They can't be one-sided. They have to be a two-way street. There's, there's give, there's take, there's happiness, there's sacrifice, there 
are a lot of things that you have to put into a relationship for it to be good. Mm -hmm. And it's no different than with our kids. Just because they're our kids, just because they're half of us, sometimes it's even worse because (laughs) they're so much like us. Uh To get happiness for both, there is some great sacrifice Mm -hmm. and, and and challenges. And so we've got to build these relationships with our kids, with the the co-parents with the new spouses they all have to be on the equal playing field right. no one is 100% always right no one gets to be 100% happy all the time right there's got to be sacrifices and there's got to be change well and that's just a great lesson in itself like teaching your kids that like hey listen you're not always going to love what we're doing you're not always going to you know be that but there can always be that basis of stability and security and all of those that foundation can always be there even on those days when you're not so happy that we're doing what your stepmom wants to do instead of what you want to do or you know what I mean something like that there's give and take with all of that and another thing is be patient with me is what one kid said like just understand that just because you're there yeah. You know, I might not be there. I may need additional quality time with you. I may need additional reassurances. Um, need to be reminded that you love me no matter what. Right. You know, I mean, just because you have a new spouse doesn't mean I took a different, you know, rung on the ladder. Well, and, and, and my great fear right now, it's not even about the spouse. Yeah, it's the new baby. It's the new baby coming. Yeah. And so, you know, f- fortunately, they've been through that. They have a sibling on their mom's side. Right. And I, I and I'll have to you know, you tip wonder? my hat. Like I really think that she's done a great job of making them all three feel equal, all three still feel right. loved, and and have never seen a sign that they feel lesser than the, the the her son that gets to stay with her all the time. Right. And I'm not trying to put a negative thought into your mind. I'm just thinking if it was me in the situation you're in, I would also think like you know you're already worried. I don't want them to feel different less than anything and it's like so they already have another sibling at their mom's now you're adding another sibling so it's like both my parents had other kids now we're just you know what i mean like is that you know something you're also thinking like i don't want them to think yeah uh, yes y'all weren't enough or something and i know that's not the case but but it's like as a kid would they think that no and i and we've tried to have some conversations with some of that like what are your feelings about right. the new baby? And yes, we know that you're excited, but what are your concerns? Right. Like, what yeah. do you hope to experience out of this? And right. I think for for my kids, and you know, I've got one that is just like me, would have a probably a hundred million kids when he gets older. <laughs> right. He just loves being around kids yeah. and 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 encouraging them, helping them. Right. You know that very dad instinct. Okay. And I've got one kid that doesn't really care if it snows out. No, so like for him, <laughs> as long as it won't cut into maybe taekwondo <laughs> or YouTube right. or things that matter to him, right? He's good. Then he's good. But you know, with Zeke, you know, this past weekend we had to go to the taekwondo belt uh, test, and right. so everybody went to watch Kingston. We missed his soccer game. Oh. But we were able to have a good conversation like, hey, this is once every like four yeah. or five months. You play soccer and every football weekend. every yeah. weekend. <laughs> we got to miss this one. And yeah. so after having that conversation, he realized, whoa, that was kind of selfish of me. Right. Kind of being upset. Like, right. this is a big deal for my brother. My parents are always at my soccer games, practices, right. doing whatever can, extra lessons. And and so I think I think I'm blessed in this situation because I've got – one kid that really I don't think cares, you know, like right. 
uh, about as long as he who's is around, doing what he wants as to long do, as then he's he gets, good and got his you know the things he likes. And then I have one that's very mature, and that we yeah. can have those conversations with. Who is excited for him because you know his he was eight when his brother was born, so he wasn't quite right. there and this maturity that he's preteen now right 11 and a half going on 12 where it's like wait a minute i could i could really be some help here yeah like i could really play a cool role in right big helping out Mm -hmm. big brother and and knowing that you know i'm almost 10 years older than my sister it's a very similar role right and the stories that my mom would tell about me like he's like i want to be that and see that and so i think we're in a good place but it does worry me Right. It does worry cool. me, and you're human. And I think anybody in this place would would hopefully worry about that. I think I think the worry about it is because is showing that you care and you're concerned and of you're actually course. paying attention to your kids. Where right. if you kind of just went in like, oh, they'll be fine. Like, will they? Like, mm. you don't even. Know. I would love to hear from someone who is a few years into this, like that has yeah um, had kids prior and had a child, you know, in a blended family, and then like kind of where they're at. Yeah, and I, I, I try to think. I mean, we talked this. to Candy a little bit about it, but, but it's like it's, it's kind of like the silly situation, maybe even right. with you, like where it's like he already had one, and mm-hmm. then you had one together. It's different than like right none. I have you know maybe <laughs> yeah. talking to Candy's husband, being like, "Hey, what's this look like with your son?" Right. Maybe I, you know I'm trying to think through it, and off the top of my head, I haven't really been able to think Mm-mm. of anybody in the same no. place. Hey. I'm sure there are, yeah, but but and. It's all going to work out. It is. <laughs> it has to. It has to. <laughs> That's right. Might be tough conversations. It might be late nights and extra right. events, and it might be owning fault and, right. and doing the difficult well, and things. and just figuring it out as you go. Right. Isn't that what parenting is? Yeah. In and, any form. Regular, blended. <laughs> and maybe you're behind us. Maybe your baby is almost due in the next six weeks yeah. like ours. You'll get to live through me vicariously. Absolutely. And uh, I'll be honest and share it with you wherever I can. Hey, I want to take time to thank our sponsor, author Brian Sanders, and his newest book, mm-hmm. Be Like Dad. Yeah, just in time for Father's Day, Be Like Dad, 50 Stories of Life and Leadership Lessons. It's pretty awesome. We've both read it. You'll laugh. Yep. You'll cry. It'll make you think of funny stories from your dad, if you had a funny dad that had good stories. And if not, like so many things to be gleaned. From someone else's dad, you know what I mean? Just kind of living through that, maybe if that wasn't the father that you had growing up. And even a good gift for like graduation or something like that. So you can check that out. You can get it at Amazon.com. Just search Be Like Dad. Or you can head on the web to BrianSandersAuthor.com. So our last thing that a child wished we knew in a blended family is... One kid said, I just feel like I don't know where my place is anymore. And this one kind of hit me because I could feel um, my daughter, who's 17 now, or my stepdaughter, who is 10. I could hear both of them saying this. We we go back and forth, you know, on the teeter-totter of life with everything's great, everything's not great. You know what I mean? And uh, there are still times where our 10-year-old, you know, will ask the questions like, why can't you be with yeah. my mommy anymore? You know what I mean? Or why Why are you married to Megan? Why? You know, I mean, because they get it, but they don't. And she loves me, and I know she does. But there are those times that she misses her mom, and she just wants to be with her mom, but she wants to be with her dad. So yep. it's like, 
how come we all just can't be together? It's almost like she's like, well, mom can move in here and we can just all be happy. You know right. what I mean? Like, and my kids have said that. Like, right. we'll just get a big compound and we'll all just live in there. Right. Because like, eh. they don't know, you know, in a blended family, I think sometimes it's hard to figure out your role. Like, yeah. who are you now? You're not the only daughter anymore. You know, in our case, both of our girls were only children. And then yeah. it's like, oh, now you are an older sister. Now you are a younger sister. Yeah. In the beginning, the struggles with how come she gets to stay up late and I yep. have to go to bed. But there's such an age difference. And it's like, you know, if there's an argument, my daughter feels like I always pick Lena's side. But right. I'm like, you know, she's 10. You're 17. Step back. Relax. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that I'm not taking her side. So I can see how... My older daughter would feel slighted, like she doesn't know her place. And then I can also see where my younger stepdaughter would feel the same way. I mean, it's down to the point that when your kids have to start out filling out forms for school or places <laughs> on their own. Yeah. What address does Lena write? I don't know. See, because it's hard enough for me. Like right. when, I'm, when I go to They're sign 50, my kids up, kids up for something, yeah. it asks their address. It's like, do you do both? There's not enough room. There's not. And so <laughs> a lot of times what I'll do is depending on what it's for mm-hmm. and kind of I'm taking the lead on this right sporting whatever or yeah. if it's for like we transferred Kingston into our school district where we live right then my address goes down so we kind of do it on a base by base thing but like at some point mm-hmm. when they go off to She's college have to or answer that question scholarship she starts like, a job when she's 16 you know yeah I mean Tana you well, know but she he, only has one you right. know what I mean but, but yeah you know, yeah, it it's the happen. same. It could happen. I know um, it, for us, I think we kind of err on the side of what's it for, like you said. Yeah. Like if it's something that her mom's going to be dealing with, then we just put her mom's address. Or, yeah. you know, like we just did a camp um, application for Lena, and we're the ones who are signing her up. We're the ones that know the people. So we just right. put our address because they're dealing with us. But if you want to talk about where do I belong, not knowing what yeah. address to put down somewhere. <laughs> right. So, like, like, have that conversation. Tana has a last name than the other three of us. So, you know, I always have some guilt against hanging an S on our front door because that's not my daughter's last name. You know, she's a D. So, I won't get things that are just an S or, you know what I mean? And those are things that I've always thought about. Like, I never want her to feel set aside or left out, you know. And and there may come a day where she becomes an S, you know. But right now, that's not the case. I mean, it comes down to... Engagement pictures, maternity mm-hmm. pictures right. for us, uh, you know, the wedding, like making sure that they were a huge part of every right. bit of that. You know, I've heard some some stories where, you know, they weren't in maternity pictures or they weren't right. really a part of weddings and like. Well, and however you go about that is how your kids are going to feel. You know yeah. I mean? And you. Do they feel singled out? Well, are you single in a mouth? Where do I belong? <laughs> you know? Right. And, yeah. And I think it gets. You know, in the whole other topic, and we can maybe talk to somebody one day when you've got his, hers, and ours, mm-hmm. you know, and then that whole balancing act. And, right. You know, I had some cousins growing up. That's the way it was. And, right. and you know, it, it makes it difficult. They made a whole movie out of it, y'all. Yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> they didn't make a movie out of it for no reason. Right. Maybe we should watch it and discuss. <laughs> live reaction. <laughs> Our live reaction to yours, mine, and ours. But, yeah, so there's all different kinds of things that, our kids want us to know. Mm-hmm. They want to belong. Yeah. They want to be happy. They want you happy, but not at the expense of their happiness all the time. Nope. And they don't want to hurt our feelings. Right. 
You know what I mean? So Which keep is, that in mind. I think a human instinct for all of us. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It, it's real easy to put the blinders on and be like, "Oh, everything's great. They're yeah. happy." Mm-hmm. But is it? Have you checked in with them? Have you had the tough conversations right. of how are you feeling lately? So it goes back to one of our five truths: communication, y'all, is key in all of this. Yep. Don't be afraid. What? Maybe it's monthly. Maybe it's quarterly. You sit down with your kids. And y'all just have a conversation. How yep. are you feeling? Is something we're doing making you feel a certain way? You know, right. do you feel valued? Do you feel singled out? You know, just ask the tough questions and let them know it's okay to tell me how you feel. It's okay if you say something that might hurt my feelings. I am an adult. I can right. handle it. And, and I think I think this is probably the side that we would be like, oh, we don't get why people don't do that. We're both fixer mentalities. Yeah. We are both fixer <laughs> mentalities. That. My kids can call and I can hear their tone and I can go, what's wrong? Yep. What, what's upsetting you? But yep. that's, that's, I want to fix it. Dad right. can't fix it. If dad doesn't know about it. That's right. the, they're going to have that slogan on my wall or <laughs> yeah. tombstone one day. Uh-huh. Dad can't fix it. If dad doesn't know about it, you know, yeah. like, and so you've got, you've got to be a fixer in these yeah. situations. You can't just sit back and well, hope just- things pass over keep the line of communication over let if you keep communication at the top of everything your kids are gonna talk they're gonna feel safe talking they're gonna come to you when they want to talk about something they're not gonna be afraid to talk to you so talk 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 and then talk some more and don't react that's right that's a hard one well it is but that's the key in that (laughs) i'm a reactor as well as a fixer me too but if you react (laughs) right in a way that makes yes. them feel unvalued or unheard, then they're not going to want to open that line of communication right. up. Right. Yeah. So, man, you, when hey, you ask, be ready. Something. Yeah. Be ready with a, a, a clean face and clean heart and mm-hmm. just... Calm spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I got that. Uh, yeah. So thanks so much for listening to the Blended Podcast. Things Your Kids Want You to Know, Part 2. We hope you enjoyed uh, give us a thumbs up or a little comment on yeah. uh, wherever you hear this. Subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe at any of the major platforms for podcasting, Apple, Google, all of those, Spotify. And a little trick Derek learned last week. If you have subs- if you subscribed a long time ago, Maybe you're OG from the beginning. Yeah, unsubscribe and then resubscribe. That helps more people to see our podcast. It, it kind of throws it back up in there whatever feed of yeah. like hey look here's a podcast maybe you don't know about and then go over to our facebook page at facebook.com backslash blended podcast like the page we ask questions there comment share the content there's some good quotes from some of the shows absolutely so be over go over there and show that page some love and if you're just finding us like this is first episode you got 25 i think other ones yeah. you can go back a half a year's worth of content yep that you can go back, start from the beginning with us, start on this journey with us, yep. and share this journey with others. Because, listen, we do this just because yeah. we want others to be able to learn from our experiences, Absolutely. but also walk we through learn this through, with us. Yeah, we want to learn through you guys. So that's why we're, we love when you guys write us or comment and let us know things you're dealing with, things you're struggling with. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.